This is a community familiar with discomfort. Before 2014, the three churches that birthed this new body of St. Augustine's each weathered great storms of change in their neighborhoods and communities, in their families and leadership, in their culture and viability. They'd, even, they'd face an even greater shift when they decided to give up their singular identities and merge into one new body. So it's baked into the DNA of this community to know that God happens where there is discomfort. The Lord is present and active when we are most uncomfortable, most stretched. When we are about to break, stretched to the limit, is when we know best that we need God and we need him to hold us together, that we have nowhere to turn except God's arms. This community has learned that we must face discomfort, must walk toward it rather than away. And the group gathered here this very morning is proof of the faithfulness of God when his people choose to be transformed by the painful pricks of change which inevitably follow us through life. Today in chapter 4 of Ephesians, we're given a vision of God's community growing and loving and doing it well. For the church at Ephesus, the community is the main unit. The measure of health is not by the growth of one person or another, whether one is flying high or another is taking great spiritual leaps. Success is in the group's ability to dance together, growing as a whole ecosystem of spirituality and hospitality, truly becoming a family of care, of love, of truth. The challenge for us today is to recognize this perspective shift in our own lives and our community and to allow it to transform us in our thinking and our habits, in the way that we view our own lives, in the everyday choices that we make which form the content of our days. To quickly set the scene again, the first part of this book has shown us the foundation of faith and our life together in the unique person of Jesus Christ. It was even in our collect this morning. This community is unlike any other group of people who share beliefs because God in Jesus Christ is unlike any other God and his truth is unlike any other philosophy that is on offer. Chapters 2 and 3 of Ephesians fleshed out more about this foundation, that it's a perspective based on grace, on the forgiveness and folding in of repentant sinners. Further, grace calls us not only to forgiveness, but also to reconciliation in Jesus, to breaking down the dividing walls between us and then using those very bricks to make a new creation, to join God in building up his kingdom according to his good purposes, taking the dry bones that death claimed and in offering those painful situations and broken relationships, those hardened places in our hearts and lives up to God 
he may make of this hopeless brokenness something new and good, weaving it into his plan for creation in all beauty and truth. So truth is where we're left this morning in chapter 4. The stage has been set, and the second half of the book of Ephesians, building upon the foundation of Jesus Christ the Reconciler, directs communities of Christ followers in their life and work together. Here's the good news, my brothers and sisters, brought to us this morning by the first part of Ephesians 4. You are a gift. I am a gift. We are all gifts, one to another, and all of us are presents for the community in which we dwell. We aren't just given spiritual gifts in order to serve, but we ourselves are gifts. We are unique windows of God's self and of his grace to be given and shared with one another, to be gently unwrapped, to be cherished and loved. So it's not about the greatness of any one gift or the ways in which I might build my skills up in order to make my gift the most excellent one the most worthy thing in the midst of this community. But it's about whether and how and how much I'm able to offer myself as a gift to you, my brothers and sisters. We might put this same truth another way. As you are a gift given to me by God through this particular community of St. Augustine's, in receiving this gift, in becoming part of the community with you, I'm taking on responsibility for you. I'm called to care for and steward the gift I've been given in your presence. The most important thing is no longer my comfort and my success, but how I can help you thrive. My job now not just as priest, but as a member of this community, is to be your keeper. Your job, because you are part of St. Augustine's too, and more importantly, part of God's people in Jesus, is to be my keeper. For us to love one another well, to keep each other in truth, to keep each other in prayer and care. And not only to look across the pews at one another, but to realize and know that the gifts God gives us are not just in each other, not even in every person who comes through St. Augustine's doors, but in each and every person with whom we come in contact every day, our coworkers, our neighbors, our loved ones and our frenemies, the people walking through the Home Depot parking lot with us, the people who beg our groceries. The uncomfortable part is that sometimes the gift isn't quite what we wanted. It's not quite what we expect. 
but often, perhaps always, the gift of another person given by God is exactly what we need. Here at St. Augustine's, we're not done being uncomfortable. In 2014, this community was called into new life through God's grace, into one body from many parts. And here in the summer of 2018, we are now called into a new phase of life together. We're making a shift to looking outside ourselves, to seeking out those gifts in the form of people and committing to God that we will welcome the gifts which he sends. We will cherish the people in our midst. We will face the discomfort that new gifts can bring. We're called and charged and have decided to use the buildings that we've been given for the sake of others. We already maintain these rooms, so why not use them in order to make life easier, more palatable for others, to care for their babies, to give them some margin in their lives, to invite them into community, to show them the love of God. The lie of this world is that only people between the ages of 16 and 65 are of much use. Only if you're making money, working, able-bodied, are you valued. This is not what God teaches. This is not how creation is built. And it is not the truth of the kingdom of God. At St. Augustine's, we believe that every person, from the newborn with their special squishy ministry of gentleness and family healing to the elderly with their wisdom and sense of peace, to the widow who loves to cook for young, busy families, to the hobbyist carpenter who joyfully builds a handicapped ramp. Everyone is a gift to this community. Each person, by the virtue of breathing, is a blessed offering that God has made to his church. Every one of you is a present to be unwrapped and cherished by the people in the pews next to you, by the people in our neighborhoods, by the people in our city and our world. Atticus Finch, in the, the famous father in To Kill a Mockingbird, is remembered for telling his children that to understand anyone, you had to consider things from their perspective, to climb into their skin and walk around in it. That's the great challenge and opportunity of the gifts that God gives us in each other, to know that we are each different from one another and to hold that truth as precious. What might it look like to treat each person as a gift? How might your life look different if you knew that God was dwelling behind the eyes of everyone you saw? Indeed, God has given all creation as gifts one to another, and none more than his only son, 
Jesus Christ. Amen.